Support for Speaking of Travel comes from the Asheville Regional Airport. With frequent daily connections to major international hubs, Asheville Regional is your local connection to the world. And when you fly home, you're home. Plan your next trip at flyavl.com. Prestige Subaru, offering a variety of new and pre-owned all-wheel drive Subarus, built with the zero landfill promise. All waste is recycled or reused, with more at PrestigeSubaru.com. New Belgian Brewing, makers of Fat Tire, Amber Ale, and a host of Belgian-inspired beers dedicated to proving that business can be a force for good. Visit New Belgian Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. For more information, visit newbelgian.com. And Urban Escape Vehicles, a camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. Get a taste of van life and book your adventure vehicle today. Visit uevrental.com. Welcome to Speaking of Travel with Marilyn Ball. Sit back and be carried away to places around the world and right here in our own backyard. No passport required. Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, and you're listening to Speaking of Travel right here on News Radio 570 WWNC. Now, you be sure and visit the Speaking of Travel website at speakingoftravel.net and sign up for the Travel Club. You'll receive the latest in travel news and travel tips and upcoming vacation destination opportunities, like a really awesome trip to Cuba in February 2020 with Small Footprint Travels. And remember, you can always listen to this episode of Speaking of Travel or any past episode with a simple click on the Speaking of Travel website on the iHeartRadio app, iTunes, Spotify, if there's a platform for podcasts, Speaking of Travel is there. So listen to it while you're taking a walk or a hike or doing yoga in the woods. Listen to other people who have done yoga in the woods. It's really a fun place to be. Well, you know, when I travel, I love to explore rivers. And sometimes I'll find my adventuresome side and go whitewater rafting or Maybe I'll find a place that rents inner tubes and just float down the river. And then there are other times where I like to just sit and drink a cold one while just trying to find my inner peace. Rivers are really good for that. And fortunately, my own town, Asheville, sits on the banks of North Carolina's French Broad River, the third oldest river in the world. You know, it's even older than the mountains that it passes through. The river is really a popular place for outdoor sports, and there's plenty of river outfitters offering up all kinds of river fun. So when you come to Asheville, there's a lot to do. And I'll tell you, we are so lucky here that Colorado's new Belgium Brewing Company opened its East Coast production brewery right along the river in Asheville in 2016. And knowing good water is so important to beer brewers, it's really no surprise that New Belgium chose Asheville. You know, New Belgium Brewery is, of course, the makers of Fat Tire Amber Ale and a host of Belgium-inspired beers, and they're recognized as one of Outside Magazine's best places to work and one of Wall Street Journal's best small businesses. So I am really excited to have my guests here today, Mike Kraft and Sarah Fraser from New Belgium. Mike and Sarah, welcome to the show. It's so great having you here. Thanks. It's nice to be here, too. You know, you guys are just such a big part of our community now, and 
2016 seems so long ago. <laughs> it seems like you've always been here. So give us a little idea, Mike and Sarah, of uh, what your role is. It's an employee-owned company. 100%. 100%. So tell us a little bit about who you are and how you came to be here in Asheville. Oh, thanks. Uh, my name is Michael Kraft. I, have, um, I actually came with um, several other coworkers from Colorado, and we had an opportunity to um, be a part of this um, seeding the culture of Asheville. And the idea was that we would bring some of the values that we've learned in Fort Collins and come to Asheville and, and be a part of the hiring of, of everyone and just kind of seeding the, the vibe and the, and the culture of what Fort Collins was. And, and reflecting back on that, I think I gained more than I really added to that. I, was, I got to be a part of um, this new rebirth, this new energy, uh, get to hire all these local folks and just uh, kind of get re-inspired by New Belgium in doing so. That's so awesome. Thanks. And you live here now? Or I do. You, you I do. do. I've been here for four years. Um, we, My role in the community is really community ambassadors. So we do a lot of meetings with the cities. Uh, we partner with a lot of nonprofits in, in the neighborhood. Um, and then um, I get to work on some of the national PR stuff too. Perfect. And Sarah, what about you? Hey, I'm Sarah. Um, I have been with New Belgium for about three and a half years. Got hired right when um, the company opened and when we landed in Asheville. I've been here in Western North Carolina for about 15 years now. So I guess I'm one of those not native, but locals that uh, Mike was referring to. <clears throat> and um, it's been it's been a fun ride to be part of an employee-owned company and see this thing start from from the ground up. And what is your position there? I work in sustainability. So, yeah, all, all the environmental stuff falls kind of into my realm. Well, that's a, a good jumping off point right there because a lot of people were not familiar with New Belgium when you first came. Sure. You know, we have a lot of local brews, a lot of local companies, but New Belgium, you know, that was kind of a big force. Like, who are these people? Who who are these yeah. people, and why are they coming here, and what are they going to do? And and I remember there were a lot of public meetings. People were invited to come and talk about. Um, people from from Fort Collins came to Asheville and actually had like town meetings, so that the the idea of collaboration was started right from the beginning. It really was, you know. And I think that uh, reflecting back on the story is. I remember hearing that about that in Fort Collins. And at the time, you know, coming to Asheville or having that opportunity wasn't necessarily on my radar. But I remember hearing that there's a, a lot of meetings happening and the, and the town is showing up and asking questions. And my, when I reflected on that, I was like, well, that's cool. Like, at least Asheville cares about what's happening in their community, that they're showing up and asking questions. Um, and a lot, of the, a lot of the process, we learned a ton. You know, we, we really wanted to have our facility really close and in the community. And so with that came a lot of a lot of folks that were like, hey, is this going to be loud? You know, what kind of construction timeline are you on? And really the neighborhood really did put up with a lot of our mess and getting and getting this brownfield into a brewery. Um, and we appreciate that. And I think those meetings that you you just talked about are, happen still monthly. Um, so all of us in, in all the neighborhood associations all come together uh, down at Riverlink offices once a month and get to talk about what's happening in the neighborhood. So really from the beginning – there was this sense of um, how can we be in the community and a part of it um, and, and participate. You know, that's really what Asheville is all about. That's the, the roots and the values and the, uh, the intention 
all along was to create that kind of community. Yeah, you know, I, I've never used the word thoughtful more than I have since I've been in Asheville. And I think that that goes beyond our 18 acres on the campus. Um, it's Asheville's a really, really special place. It's really grown on me. Um, and you, you couldn't find a bad beer or a bad plate of food in this town. Um, there's something about the atmosphere here in Asheville that I think um, there's a lot of folks here that are on holiday. You know, they're on vacation. And I think some of us that live here now have kind of absorbed a little bit of that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, Every time I go to a different brewery, I run into someone else who works at New Belgium. And um, we just kind of move around and enjoy beer and food all, all over town. And Sarah, let me ask you, when you were first hired, uh, when New Belgium came, was it specifically to uh, to be a part of the sustainable portion of their program? Uh no, I was hopeful that that might exist, but the position didn't actually exist when I was hired. Um, I started working in the Liquid Center, so I was pouring beer and giving tours, which was such a great entry into the company because I got to know the beers firsthand and um, and really know some of the stories and be able to tell those. Um, and then about a year in, the position was created. <clears throat> we realized we needed a sustainability position in Asheville, and I applied um, like a whole host of other people and was very fortunate to be selected. Yeah, Because your background is in um, conservation. and Yeah, correct. So over those last 15 years I've been in Asheville, I've worked um, mostly in conservation and natural resources all over western North Carolina. Yeah. And the natural resources is another important part of your mission and what you're doing at New Belgium. Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think the sustainability department is a cornerstone to our existence. You know, I think that there's a lot of um, conversations that we have and meetings that we get to go into thinking about our impact on the environment and how that's how the how the output is going to be affected. And so, you know, back to that conversation about being thoughtful, um, honoring Mother Nature at all turns is, is uh, close to our soul. I'll tell you, <clears throat> having a business model like New Belgium and having the values and the mission that you bring to our already, <clears throat> excuse me, our already um, intentional and thoughtful and mindful community uh, is truly gratifying. Thank you. So Mike and Sarah with New Belgium right here on Speaking of Travel. It's summertime in Subieville, which means it's time for adventure here in western North Carolina. Or more aptly, time to get outdoors and outgoing down a road less traveled. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. And off the beaten path, nothing says tough like the tried and true reliability of an all-wheel drive Subaru. There's a reason why 97% of Subarus sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today and ready for the next adventure. Discover the beauty of all-wheel drive at Prestige Subaru, 585 Tunnel Road, Nashville, or visit us online at PrestigeSubaru.com. Enjoy a fat tire amber ale and a host of Belgian-inspired beers with a river view at New Belgium Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. Located at 21 Craven Street in the heart of the River Arts District, New Belgium offers brewery tours seven days a week and live music every Friday. New Belgium Brewing, strongly rooted in community and proving business, can be a force for good. For more info, visit newbelgium.com. 
With 50 flights every day to and from cities like Atlanta, Charlotte, and Chicago, you can fly to hundreds of worldwide destinations with one easy connection. Choose Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, or United right here from Asheville Regional Airport. And when you fly home, you're home. Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Your adventures don't stay in one place, so why should you? Take a road trip in a camper van that's pet-friendly, comfortable, and ready for adventure. Urban Escape Vehicles is a camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. For some local camping ideas, check us out on Instagram at urban underscore escape underscore vehicles or visit uevrental.com and use coupon code radio to receive a 20% discount on your first camper van rental. That's uevrental.com. Fly me to the moon, let me play among the stars, and let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm excited. I'm here in the studio today with my craft and Sarah Fraser from New Belgium Brewery, and you know we were talking before the break. In 2016, uh, I mean, you know, I hear this from a lot of people like, oh, I've been here a couple of years and everything has changed so much, you know, or I've been here 10 years and everything has changed so much. You know, look at me 40 years like, okay, I've seen a lot of change. Sure. What was it like when you came at that time and and looked at why Asheville would be a good fit? Wow. Well, there's there's a uh, we I think we had 33 criteria is the rumor of of that's the number I've heard. Yeah. Yeah. And Sarah and I weren't personally a part of that, um, but we had some tenured New Belgium folks that were out here, and and really we touched on sustainability in the last segment. But really, like this conversation started by New Belgium had an opportunity to go national with our brand, Um, and really it's amazing to think that, you know, this beer that was brewed in a basement is now being distributed nationally. But before we went national, we started talking about the sustainable footprint of what that would mean. And shipping fat tire from Fort Collins all the way to upstate New York or down to Florida didn't sit very well with a lot of people. And we had to figure out like what would be the best way to cut that distribution footprint in half and so we started making this criteria of if we're going to make another, build another brewery, where would it be? And and I think quickly Asheville rose to the top. There's this iconic text that Jen Vervier uh, sent several of us back in Fort Collins that says, I heart AVL. And so when all when several of us got that text message, we were like, oh, it's coming, you know. And <laughs> I had heard of Asheville before. I had a, a, a roommate in college that um, that actually was from here, but I had never been here. Um, but I did get to visit. My wife and I were travel, speaking of travel, uh, pun intended. The uh, We were traveling the southeast in our little camper van. And I think at the time we had just announced that we were coming here. And so we parked downtown and, and walked down the hill to the site and uh, – I remember just a lot of tall weeds and um, some buildings that that were a little uh, they were leaning and uh, I never knew that there was a creek there. Mm-hmm. Um, so we should talk about some of that stuff. And, and New Belgium took that opportunity to to turn a brownfield into a brewery. Yeah, we were actually one of those thirty plus criteria was a brownfield site. We were actively looking for um, 
I don't know, I use the analogy of like the old dog in the shelter that nobody wants to adopt. Like it's <clears throat> taking a piece of land, or I guess I should back up and say a brownfield is is a site that's got some contamination due to um, past uses, commercial or in- industrial. Um, and so our, our site qualified as a brownfield, which is this national designation. And so it needed a lot of care and cleaning up before it could be redeveloped. But um, it's really great to see, you know, that site has so much history and being able to put it back into productive use of a, a source of jobs and a gathering place for c- the community is really rewarding to see. Well, it's rewarding for all of us right here in the community to be able to be a part of all of that and to observe how that happened. And, you know, I found out a lot about it uh, taking your tour. No, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that a little bit. Yeah, the tours are are really special at New Belgium. Um, They're free, uh, which is, you know, everybody's looking for a free thing to do in Asheville. Um, And we do them seven, seven days a week. Uh, there is a couple paid options for more of kind of a, a private group setting and all that stuff's on our website, of course. Um, unique to the tours are the folks that work uh, in the liquid center, we call it, it's the tasting room, um, give the tours. And no one has ever gotten a script. And so we get to kind of share this this history of New Belgium um, and the history of the site and let them kind of pick up their own whimsical spin on the whole experience. And and some of the highlights that I, I hope everybody gets to hear on, on the tours are, are some of the things that we were able to do with some of the buildings that were on that site and, and revitalizing this historical property. And some, some of the highlights just top of mind were, you know, we got to repurpose 14 miles worth of wood um, and avoided all that stuff going to the dumpster. Um, every piece of trim in the brewery is, is from that old wood. And if you're floating down the French Broad, the uh, eastern side of the beer factory, uh, all that outside paneling is all uh, repurposed wood. So some of the some of the furniture in uh, in the liquid center, um, all of the wood is also from that from that same stash and a couple of the giant I-beams from some of the factories we turn into community tables. That is really beautiful. I think we recycled, repurposed, reused. And gave away ninety-seven <laughs> percent of all that material that was on the property before us, which was well. Speaking um, for our community, thank you. Thanks. Yes. Thank yeah. you very much. Yeah. You know, I think that just the kind of the one of the items that you know, proving that business can truly be a force for good, and your impact on the environment and what you produce uh, needs to be thought about. And we're all we're all living and breathing in the same space, and, and need to be thoughtful. Well, I. I do want to say, you know, when you were talking about being able to take this historical, because there was so much history, that the community, the the refurbishing, the rebooting of this, uh, and what you've done is also historical. We'll be able to look back on Mm -hmm. this many generations from now and thank you again for the long-term thoughtfulness, sustainability. business as good model uh, and bringing that and sharing that with people here. Uh, we're honored to be Thank a you. part of it. Yeah. I mean, there's so much, so many great things that are happening down at the River Arts District um, with the revitalization program and the Greenway Network. Um, it's It feels really good and it's going to continue to feel better. Um, and uh, we want to be a part of uh, making things feel good. And talk a little, Sarah, about the LEED certification. How did oh, yeah. that unfold? Uh, yeah, so LEED is an acronym spelled E-E-D, and it stands for 
leadership in environment and energy design. And it's um, <clears throat> a third-party certification from the U.S. Green Building Council that's uh, recognizing the best in class um, in building operation and performance. Um, so we we pursued LEED certification on our buildings because um, it's a good thing to do, it, and it really helps us kind of measure and quantify some of the sustainable initiatives that we had in the building. And so um, we have three buildings. We've talked about the liquid center, and then there's the brewery, which is separate from that. And then we also have a distribution center, which is in the Inca Candler area. And each of those achieved LEED certifications. Um, the distribution center is silver, the brewery is gold, and the liquid center is platinum. So we kind of have this trifecta of the metals, <laughs> so to speak. But um you know, they were really um, some great things that went into um, designing the equipment to be um, particularly efficient, but also just the, the working space as well. We have a lot of natural light. We have uh, lights that are turn on automatically when due to motion. Um, almost all of our light bulbs are LED, so the highly efficient um, bulb varieties. We have... Um, faucets that turn on as you, you know, automatically senses they turn on as you put your hands in there. Um, and then we have, we're, we're working on more solar, but right now we have a small photovoltaic array on the liquid center and then some solar hot water systems too. So it's just all, all encompassing. Yeah. You know, and I listening to Sarah, I was totally the subject expert on this stuff, um, reminds me of, you know, Penland Creek on, on the property. And so there was, um, you know, a livestock auction house there and automotive parts salvage. And so a lot of that stuff was really getting into the earth. And then we, we uncovered um, Penland Creek, which was overgrown. And so the original design of the brewery wasn't to have the liquid center so far apart on that bridge, but because of that project that Equinox Environmental helped us um, really make pools that can naturally filter the water going down into the French Broad. And so having a watershed directly go through our property was such an opportunity for us to to take the time, uh, scale up, and and try to clean a lot of the rainwater that's going through the property. And you really did. And and I have to say, as you enter into the um, into that area and you cross a bridge, and you see the rocks and the and you understand you learn what is going on and then you've got all these tanks rising up behind it's like going to Oz <laughs> you know I always feel like oh I've been living black and white but now it's all full color well, that's nice I'm going to use that <laughs> I love it well, well every time I go to work I'm going to right. Oz you, it is, yes. I, I've taken pictures where I've posed people to look like (laughs) Dorothy and the Tin Man. Brilliant. Well, Mike and Sarah will be back right after the break. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. This is Tina Kinsey with Asheville Regional Airport, and I have a travel tip for you today. Do you know that airports all have three-letter airport codes that are used in many ways, including for booking and baggage routing? It's a good idea to educate yourself about your destination airport's three-letter code. You can then check the airline's baggage routing tag to ensure the correct airport destination is listed. Why is this important? While Asheville Regional Airport's code is intuitive, AVL, there are other airports that don't correlate quite as well to the airport's name. Take New Orleans, for example. The code for Louis Armstrong Airport, located in New Orleans, is MSY. 
I hope you get to take a trip soon, and we would welcome you at AVL, Asheville Regional Airport. Take the easy way out. Feeling the need to costume up? New Belgium's annual Tour de Fat is back for 2019 on Saturday, September 21st, offering a day packed full of free activities, celebrating beer, bikes, and amusement. Join the bicycle parade or float to the show with rentals available at French Broad Outfitters. Entering its 20th season, the Tour de Fat has raised nearly $6 million for local bike nonprofits. For more info, visit New NewBelgium.com. Every story has its beginning, a starting point from which it wanders the long and winding road, weaving its way toward the final word. It is on this road where the greatest moments often lie, where memories are made, lessons are learned, and where experiences can be valued forever. Each story is a journey, blind to what lies ahead and conditioned by the road behind. While the destination may or may not be known, each journey is unique, unfolding in the moment and defined by those at the wheel. Regardless of where your journey takes you, it remains yours to create. Embrace the journey. Find your ride at PrestigeSubaru.com. Hi, I'm Melody, and I want to tell you about my camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. If you enjoy camping and road trips or want to try out van life for yourself, you might want to check us out. You can rent a camper van that's pet-friendly, comfortable, and ready for adventure. Look us up on Instagram at urban underscore escape underscore vehicles or visit the website at uevrental.com. At Urban Escape Vehicles, we are adventure-driven. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars. And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'm here today with New Belgium Brewing and got Mike Kraft. Now, Mike, let me ask you, come on. Is that your stage name? I, I mean, what's come up you bad? Every day, I swear, if someone hears my last name, they ask me that. I joke that um, I've, I've, I've been fortunate to be an employee owner at this place for a minute. And before we got to the size where they were really defining us as a craft beer and not a, a micro, um, I came up to our founder and, 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 and said, you know, I'm going to patent that, that name every time you use the word craft. You owe me a dollar. And she sort of laughed, but I, it's a moment in time that I remember. I love it. And Sarah, you're, you're there doing the sustainability and really keeping with the, the values and tradition of, of the history of New Belgium. Yeah, we, um, speaking of that founder, we were very fortunate that this company was founded by this couple that um, they had legit careers going on before they decided to launch a brewery as a business back in 1991. But they, as they were thinking about it, uh, they took a long hike together in Rocky Mountain National Park and, of course, took a growler beer with them. But um, they sat down and they they really put pen to paper and discussed uh, what they really wanted this company to be about. And um, they established at that time four core values and beliefs that uh, guide New Belgium to this day. And one of those is environmental stewardship. And so that kind of is sets the tone, has set the tone since day one, and is really, I don't know, I like to think it's just really part of our DNA. Um, we talked a little bit about some of the things we've done to the site and just goes back to like that is that is one of our CBBs, as we call them, core values and beliefs. And it's just how we operate is considering our impact on the planet and um, – as we like to say, honoring Mother Nature at every turn of the business. 
And speaking of DNA, it just kind of reminded me of the, the story of the history of this, this place. I, I kind of alluded to it in the last segment about making this beer in a basement and becoming popular in this national brand now. But, um, you know, I think this brewery was really born on a bike seat. And so Jeff, one of our founders, was riding his bike through Europe. And um, he was on, at that time, a mountain bike. You know, and in Europe, almost to this day, you see more like skinny tire bicycles and so he got to be known as this american on this fat tired bicycle you see where this is going um but he he is in belgium um and has an epiphany that he wanted to bring belgian style beers back to the united states and so you know going back to fort collins at the time he's telling his neighbor who happens to be an artist about this trip that he just had and she was the one who painted the first fat tire label that had the cruiser bike on it. And so I was like pointing that out because it wasn't this marketing scheme. It was like this, this um, genuine love for the bicycle. And I think looking back on it, I'm not sure there's a better icon of sustainability than the bicycle. Um, and, and, and we do a ton of philanthropy and advocacy work um, for people who want to use a bicycle. And so, we partner a lot with Asheville and Bikes. Got to give them a nod. Um, they really do tremendous things here in Asheville to make our community a better place to ride and walk. Um, and and we have this event coming up uh, that we're really excited about. It's in its 20th year. It's called the Tour de Fat. And the Tour de Fat is best described by being there, but I'll do my best on the air here. Um, it is a philanthropic costume-filled um day of adventure and bicycles and beer and amusement. Um, this year we are thrilled that it is uh, 100% free to come to. Uh, our partner is going to be Asheville on Bikes. They'll be benefiting from from some of the beer sales, the sh- beer sales of the show. And fortunately, I got to be on this Tour de Fat traveling carnival circus uh, for a decade. And we traveled the country helping put this on. And my job at the time was nonprofit liaison. And so we partner with these like one to two nonprofits in each city. And they would supply us with volunteers and we would supply them with funds to continue their missions. Um, unique to this year, that the Tour de Fat always starts with a bicycle parade. Um, and so it's a costume-filled, slow, all-ages welcome costumed parade to uh, the brewery. And unique, again, to this year is we're going to start at the French Broad Outfitters down there on Hominy Creek. And we're even more excited to announce today that we are actually going to encourage people to float to the Tour de Fat as well. And so from Hominy Creek, you'll be able to, to float whatever you want to float down to the show or ride your bicycle on the parade wall and meet at the, at the Tour de Fat. And the logistics behind that are um, we'll be leaving at 11 a.m. from French Broad Outfitters um, sharp to, uh, to get to the show that starts at noon. And so it's, it's really a wonderful event and it's been just a philanthropic monster. I used to have to describe it as, um, Disneyland for your bicycle. And so we want people to, uh, come and, and get back on their bikes or continue to ride their bikes and help support Asheville on bikes. That sounds Bemusing. <laughs> what a day. Now, how can people find out more? Oh, it's all on our website, of course, newbelgium.com. Um, and we it's very highly encouraged that you that you come in costume. Uh, this year's theme is Fun in the Sun. In fact, there's even more details about a, a float contest that we're hosting. And um, if you can get together with some of your friends and, and build a float for the bicycle parade, there's a $500 
uh, reward in the um, in the liquid center. That is really great. Yeah. So tell us again when the dates. When is the date? Uh, for September twenty first, mm-hmm. Saturday. So we'll be launching at eleven a.m. from French Broad Outfitters, and then the show will start around twelve and and by about six. That sounds fabulous. And do they do this in Fort Collins too? Yes, yes, uh, Fort Collins as well. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but we're in our twentieth season for this thing. And collectively, we're really close to, to raising uh, $6 million collectively for, from this for, for bicycle uh, advocacy across the country. Well, again, thank you <laughs> from our community, from the community at large. Now, one thing I want to ask, tell me, you mentioned that when he came back from this trip to Belgium, yeah. that he wanted to do uh, Belgium-style beers. What does that mean? Yeah, thanks. Um you know, interesting, if you have never been to Belgium, I encourage you, uh, speaking of travel, pun again, it's <laughs> getting better, I think. Um, Belgium is a, a wonderful country, and I th- and it, it's compared to, like, what, what France is known for wine, Belgium is known for beer. And so you need to Belgium and Belgian breweries. There really are no rules in what you can use in, to, to make your beer. So the, the, the product is really usually a very flavorful um, beverage for, you know, lots and lots of years. And so being able to bring that creativity to the States was something that at the time, um, not too many breweries were doing that. And so if you think about that date, you know, like there was, there's several that stick out in my mind of breweries that were, were around then, you know, I'm talking Sierra, our, our brothers and neighbors at Sierra Nevada, um, Sam Adams, you know, and in New Belgium is this up and coming thing in the, and, and, and Jeff and Kim, get so encouraged by all of their friends that they need to start bottling this beer that they're making and sell it, that um, they took a leap of faith. They um, Every credit card application that came in the mail, they <laughs> filled it out. Um, Kim's got a great story on um, uh, how I built this. It's a great podcast that she, somebody can listen to, and she talks about how at the time it was just – something that felt right and they needed to, to take a chance and they weren't necessarily worried about it. Um, there were some anxiety moments. Of course, she had a little baby. Uh, she talks about pulling up in her station wagon after, after uh, work, her regular job next to these giant uh, liquor, sto- liquor stores with these huge delivery vans and her going in and trying to take orders. And, and so it's the, the history of how the brewery became so popular is is phenomenal and it's it, it's going to be in a history textbook and colleges someday because it, it really is um unique and special to the craft beer industry it, ab- it absolutely is we're all very fortunate when we come back i want to talk more about um the collaboration uh that you have in our community because i think that's so important and how everybody is is working together not only for um good times but to share in, you know, raising it for everybody. So I'm here with Mike Kraft and Sarah Fraser from New Belgium Brewery, and this is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel. (music) 
Enjoy a fat tire amber ale and a host of Belgian-inspired beers with a river view at New Belgium Brewing in Asheville, North Carolina. Located at 21 Craven Street in the heart of the River Arts District, New Belgium offers brewery tours seven days a week and live music every Friday. New Belgium Brewing, strongly rooted in community and proving business can be a force for good. For more info, visit newbelgium.com. Your adventures don't stay in one place, so why should you? Take a road trip in a camper van that's pet-friendly, comfortable, and ready for adventure. Urban Escape Vehicles is a camper van rental service in Asheville, North Carolina. For some local camping ideas, check us out on Instagram at urban underscore escape underscore vehicles or visit uevrental.com and use coupon code radio to receive a 20% discount on your first camper van rental. That's UEVrental.com. Your business trip shouldn't start with a road trip. Hundreds of global destinations are just one connection away, starting at Asheville Regional Airport. Fly Allegiant, American, Delta, Elite, and United. Asheville Regional Airport, your local connection to the world. Visit flyavl.com to plan your next trip. Green is good. Local food, less oil. Renewable energy, sustainable peace. Tree hugger. Say no to GMOs. Be kind to animals. Don't eat them. Go solar. Coexist. Don't buy a dog. Rescue one. Keep Asheville weird. We just read the bumper stickers on the back of a Subaru. Welcome to Subiville. Prestige Subaru. On the web at PrestigeSubaru.com. Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars And let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars Welcome back to Speaking of Travel. I'm your host, Marilyn Ball, and I'll tell you, we're talking about so many wonderful things here today with with Mike Kraft and Sarah Fraser from New Belgium Brewery and uh, that Tour de Fat. Oh, my gosh, that is going to be so much fun. I I'm already thinking about what my costume's going to be like. Please, please do. <laughs> I mean, in all ages. It's so nice. That's yes. one thing I love about coming to New Belgium is that it's a family-centric place. Thank you. Yeah. You've got all that lawn. Feels like a park. It does. It yeah. is a park. Yeah. It's like your own little park right there. You go yeah. to Oz and you have a park. <laughs> <laughs> and you can bring the kids and everybody's having a good Absolutely. time. And, you know, you you had mentioned, Mike, earlier about being on vacation and having this vacation mode. And I know that's really has happened for so many people here in Asheville. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, I have an hour break from work. I'm going to go be on vacation. You don't need, you know, <laughs> two weeks. That's right. We can do it right here in, it's a, in mindset. a week's really time. Is. And you really offer that and, and kind of set, like you were saying, set the tone for all of that. So talk. You, so what I was getting at is that these guys, you know, you're, you see your buddies at other breweries, like, oh, yeah. you know, on the off time. So there's a whole sense, and it definitely comes from your values, of collaboration and, and non-competitiveness. That, that, to me, is what, when you look at your campus, that's what I see. I see a place that is so all-inclusive, there's no competition, that you've opened your arms to the community. Let's talk a little bit about that. Thanks. Sure. Yeah. It means a lot. I think the I think some some of the folks in sales and in the beer side of things may f- feel differently about competition, but uh, really, it's it's an art form that we all share, and and I enjoy other people's beers 
as much as they uh, enjoy ours. And I think the more people know about New Belgium and learn about the ethics and what, what we're all about, we really uh, tend to, to make people who vote with their dollars really happy. And they, and they really stand up um, and, uh, and do that and enjoy our beer. And you do a lot of work with uh, with the community in so many other ways. Let's talk a little yeah. bit about that, too, your philanthropy and, and some of the programs that you have. Well, one thing that I'd love to mention and, and give Sarah time to talk um, <laughs> is, is this project that Sarah and I got to be a part of really since the beginning of New Belgium. And this, this idea was as a new person to Asheville, um, I have found it difficult to navigate the waters of how to get involved with what organization, meaning like there was not a community calendar of volunteer opportunities that, um, that was shared. And so we got together at new Belgium, um, you know, folks like mountain true friends of the Smokies, Greenworks, Riverlink, Southern Appalachian Highlands Conservancy, yes. a few others. Yeah, a few yeah. others that uh, once you start naming folks, you feel I bad know. that you didn't. So <laughs> many wonderful Western North Carolina environmentally focused nonprofits came together and, and we decided to make this community calendar. And so this WNC for the Planet happens uh, every April. We thought that Earth Day wasn't long enough, uh, just one day, so we turned it into a month. And together we created this calendar where everybody can come and no matter what your organization was, Depending on your schedule, if a Thursday afternoon works, there would be a, a Thursday afternoon um, environmentally focused nonprofit volunteer activity for you to do. And so we're going into its – This will be our third year third this year. coming April. Yeah. yeah. So mm -hmm. um, I think there's a lot of things that we've learned just by spending more time in the community with these nonprofits. And you really get to share or see more in depth um, – what is what is at their heart and how how a, a little brewery on the river can help support it that really is a very um it's just it's just good <laughs> and isn't that part of your uh, business uh, ethos is yeah. doing business for good business as a force for good yeah, yeah. business is a force yep. for yeah. good and you you are modeling that and being able to connect uh, and it gives you, Sarah, too, an opportunity to meet so many people and oh, find absolutely. out what needs to happen. Absolutely. We, um, I'll just put in a quick word to say that we, um, along with over 2,000 companies worldwide, are a certified B Corporation. And um, it's something, it's a, a third-party certification that really verifies um, that we are doing what we say we're doing in terms of benefiting uh, B, meaning Certified B meaning benefit, um, and that we're benefiting coworkers, community, and the environment. So, for a lot of the things that we've already talked about, a lot of those reasons we we qualify. But um, I think we're it's a community we're very proud to be part of. Um, and there's a lot of certified Bs in in Asheville that we've um, really love getting to know and work with and collaborate with. And so, every time there's a new um, B Corp that becomes certified, we get together and celebrate and over a beer at New Belgium. Um, it's a lot of fun, and it's a great community. Yeah. Well, fun is another theme that has <laughs> obviously come up. Um, and I know when I go over there, you know, everybody, being an employee-owned company, uh, again, you know, back in the day when, when I first moved here, way back in the 70s, you know, there were a couple of businesses that were community-owned, and that was kind of progressive. You know, that was like stretching it and taking it, like, you know, going out on an edge, to, mm -hmm. to try something like that. Yeah. And, and yet this company has created a huge footprint uh, around respect and inclusion of all your staff. Yeah, some of the, some of the things that 
that I think about top of mind when, when we talk about employee ownership is there, there is in, in the end, there is a, a fiscal value that happens. It's not publicly traded stock, but, but more than that, to me, more importantly is, is that it stops, it stops anybody from having a mindset of that isn't my job. Like everyone rolls up their sleeves when things need to get done, things get done. And it, and it just sets this tone and demeanor of, we are all in this and we're all in this together. And you make it a fun environment. Yeah. I, I know when we went on the tour, the the slide. The slide, sure. I mean, how many companies have a slide? Yeah, well, well we also have a director of fun who's been at the brewery oh, for 25 years. Well, if that position ever becomes available. Yeah, I think you might have to be in the line of the 700 other of us who have applied. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, having fun, not taking ourselves too seriously. The environment over there is it continues to be fun. Uh, to go to work, and you know, of course, the beer helps too. You know, but but another area <laughs> that I say? that I want to address is wellness because yeah, I mean, you you talk about beer, you know, drinking beer that's cool yeah. and making the beer, but there's a um, an element of wellness that everybody is part of the free bicycles. Yeah, I mean, who does that? Yeah, that that program is really to encourage you to ride your bike to work, um, and. Uh, We've had to modify a couple of the styles of bikes over the last couple of years because uh, riding a 40-pound cruiser in Asheville is a little bit different than riding in Fort Collins. And for those of you who don't know Fort Collins, it is pancake flat. It's an hour north of Denver, pancake flat, and it's built on a grid. And there are giant roads, and there are bicycle lanes everywhere. And it's a platinum-level uh, bicycle-friendly city. Um, and a lot of the things that we learned there – uh, we really work with Asheville on Bikes here and the city to implement here, too. Well, uh, it makes for a great environment. And correct me if I'm wrong, but don't you close at 8 o'clock? We do. The Liquid Center is open until uh, 8 o'clock. And uh, that really came from the re- realization that we are in the neighborhood and we wanted to be good neighbors. And they, we've done a couple shows and two two more shows that are coming up. Uh, one is the first with uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard, which is going to be awesome. And um, and that's on the first. And then Dr. Dog with Shaky Graves is Wednesday the 11th. Those shows have extended our hours just a little bit, but we have had a lot of conversations about um, that time and being thoughtful neighbors. And being so family-friendly, there's always a food truck out there. Yeah, every so day. Every day. Yeah. Thankfully, because that's where we all eat lunch, too. Lunch <laughs> right. Dinner. And yeah. you're right there in the River Arts District. Yeah. And, and also, I think people call it, what do they call it now, East-West Asheville? Yeah. yeah. East-West Asheville? Yeah. It's, so you're kind of at that pivotal point right there. Thank you. Yeah, it feels good. Uh, we got we have, we're, we are very fortunate to, to be in the neighborhood that we are. And, um, you know, a lot of people put up with a lot of our uh, construction and noise and mess. And, uh, you know, we're we're – our gratitude is still very strong for all those folks that um, put up with our mess while we clean stuff up. Well, and thanks to Sarah here, cleaning it up sustainably, partnering with all these other nonprofits. I love the idea of having the calendar and, you know, because it's true. We don't, you know, the day goes by. It's like, darn, I really wanted to figure out how I could volunteer somewhere today. You know, where am I going to go with that? So, again, from from me sitting here at Speaking <laughs> of Travel for our community at large, I want to just put a shout out that we, we're we glad you're here. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you're sitting here. At, uh, next time we 
we're bringing the samples. Yeah. We've established that. Amen. We're not going to forget that. Absolutely. And tell us again how people can find out more information because on your website, there is so much information about what we've talked about, the tour de yeah. fat, oh, sure. the volunteering, the sustainable efforts, your mission statement. Yeah, newbelgium.com is the, the place for all of that. And, and you can even do yourself a favor and book your, your free tour in advance. Um, you know, Saturdays, Sundays, Fridays are, are um, really, really active down there. And so if you want to do a tour, please check out our website and book yourself a tour and learn more. You go often. Um, enjoy beer with friends, and I encourage you, really encourage you to take more than one tour because um, every tour guide has a different spin on the place, and uh, and it's an adventure. It is an adventure. Well, Mike and Sarah, thank you so much for being here on Speaking of Travel today. This week, go pay a visit to New Belgium. Check it out. Get on their calendar and get the tour. Eat at the food truck. It's yum. You know, get out in nature. Think about our rivers Go sit at the river, have a beer, sit at the river, you know, let yourself really find um, where you want to be going. Remember, life is short. Don't postpone joy. Joy.